Hello, you're listening to the Slurmcast, a podcast for no reason. Today we will be discussing Futurama Season 3, Episode 14. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping. With your hosts, Tommy Roulette. How's it going? Pete Woodward. Zero percent of my royalties are going to Steve Miller for that stunt you just pulled. <laughs> and I'm Rick Steve Miller Horchie. Joining us today is our special guest, Dan Hallahan. Hey Thanks guys. for being on the show, Dan. How's it oh, going? Great. How are you guys? Good. Dan, Dan, you don't speak until you're spoken to, and I believe Horchie was not finished. I didn't know. I'm sorry. Yeah. Tom, well, will you tell Dan welcome, that he talks out of turn again? <laughs> welcome back. Dan, to will your... you tell Tom to tell you? <laughs> welcome back to your final appearance on the show. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back to Tom's final appearance on the show. Oh. <sighs> But I, I have to show up because I still have to edit it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just sit over there. It's just a way to notes. punish you. Um, this is my favorite episode, I think. Oh, of we all finally got to this episode. I've been series. waiting and I'm so excited. I thought you guys had, for some reason, I thought you guys had already done this episode. So when you told me you wanted me to do this one, I don't know why. I thought, for some reason, I thought you guys had already done the Globetrotter episode. Did you slip into the future and forget what had happened? Maybe. Or I've been, like, watching them with you guys, and then oh. yeah, I think I got ahead a little bit. I don't know. When I, I, I watched this one recently because I was trying to find um, some good meme material for the, the finals, and uh, I don't know if I ever did. I, I, I use that all up, like, every year. Like, I go to that... The, the same. What, there's a lot of stuff. I go to the same sources, like, for holidays and stuff when I'm posting shit online that I'm like, this episode, I'm like, I already did that like five times. That's stupid now. Yeah. It's, uh, it's nice that you watch along with the show. We've really just become aware of the fact that Netflix is going to pull Futurama off, uh, as of July 1st of this year. So we're, I have the first four volumes on DVD and the movies, so I'm good. So you can that. continue going. Perfect. Well, you're our only guest. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really hoping here they, on out. I'm really hoping they maybe put it on Hulu because we have Hulu too. Well, as of July, the list I saw today for July 1st, 2017, did not contain Futurama for Hulu, which is mm. a big kick in the balls. Mm. So hopefully, someone has some inside information on how to keep this going. I mean, we'll we'll still be able to. Ooh, can we have viewing parties? Do the show. I, we could. I mean, that's something we've kicked around. The uh, the ever-elusive live episode that we have yet to actually accomplish could have been that at one point. We have a whole bunch of ideas. We're just really lazy. I'm going to record busy. all the episodes that are remaining with sock puppets and then post them on YouTube. All the ones people, that are left? Oh, yeah. that's an idea. Uh, so at risk of um, alienating the rest of our listeners... I spent the last week in Dallas, which is, we, we have a lot of listeners in Dallas, which is awesome, except that it was really, really hot, and the traffic was some of the worst I've ever seen, and I don't know how anyone could live there without just killing someone. When we were on our honeymoon, my wife and I, we went to Dallas for someone else's wedding, and it was the fucking worst rainstorm I've ever been in in my entire life, and it was humid disgusting and i hate texas i mean there was good food and i i have a friend who grew up there and then lived there you know recently like within the last few years was living there and i was like how did you do this and he goes well i worked in new york most of the time and then he said at some point we can go on a trip and he'll show me all the non-shitty parts of dallas because i i mean in all fairness i was there for uh some work stuff and it, you know, that was all well and good, but I really didn't have any self-directed time to explore the things that I would normally get into. The worst. So 
not condemning Dallas. Just curious if how you live there without murdering people based on the heat and the traffic. The worst part about Dallas is trying to figure out who shot Jr. Oh, oh, Steve Miller, Dallas. If you're 50 and listening to this podcast, it's your favorite podcast. My dad would love this episode. I don't know. The only thing I know about Dallas is Troy Aikman and Emmett Smith. The is Emmett Smith the otter from that Muppet thing? No, that's uh, Emmett Otter. Yeah. Well, I thought the otter part was just a descriptor, not a name. I mean, it's Emmett Otter's something jug band, isn't it? Probably. You're the child's librarian. I'm not anymore. You were, though. Now I'm just an adult librarian. <laughs> I work in adult <laughs> services. Adult <laughs> materials. <laughs> I like that. Everybody knows what librarians are like. Um, the Jumbotron, was this a return of our friend Coco? Yes. Who needled the boss? <laughs> Because Coco was fighting a giant cat. Yes. And the only thing I could think of was, regardless of who won this fight, everyone's going to lose. Yes. Because it's either it, a clown. It was called, it's the cats. Or a cat. It's the cats. It's the cats. <laughs> but is there's that only a title? One cat. It's just it's the cats? <laughs> yeah. From uh, 1926. This is my favorite one so far of all the uh, yeah. Jumbo <laughs> it, made me think, it made me think of you guys because cats. I don't know. I think yeah. the cats won. I think if a cat, that's, that's, vice versa. that's fair. If a cat ate a clown. It, that's apt. What do you think the shit that came out of the cat after eating the clown would look like? Would it have like sprinkles and sparkles and it would look pointy like, hats uh, and things? Probably some orange pom poms. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or they'd throw it up all over the carpet like mine yeah, do. Yeah, like my dickhead cats do. Oh, the worst. There's another one in the series of all of like Hoko stuff that is uh, called the clown's pup. And I'd like to see that. I, that, that could be. Um, <laughs> We'll get there. Ooh, there's I, one called the Ouija board. That could be dangerous. So I, I know you've mentioned like over and over and over again. I can't remember if it was on mic or not, Tom, that this was your favorite episode. It is, yeah. Um, I think overall it was a pretty solid episode. But uh, I don't know. I guess I guess we'll work our way through it. I, there was I a lot of like visual gags at the Central Park Lake part. I, I can't explain why I this think- is my favorite episode, but... I think from this is one of my favorites, if not my favorite, and it, it's just there are so many jokes, and they just like keep coming and coming yeah. and coming. It's like those good Simpsons episodes where they just the jokes just do not stop, and that's right. how I feel about this one too. Yeah, I you know just and there are more gags, not necessarily funny lines. It's more stuff that just happens in yeah. it. Yeah, like the body dumping sign up sign up sheet. Yeah, and stuff. <laughs> now the, the I mean, so the thing that like. This was really jarring, and I have it mentioned in my notes a few times. It was like sort of the recurring theme in this is like, how come Fry is coming on to Leela so heavy, seemingly all of a sudden? This is like where it starts, right? Yeah. Is, is it like obsession with like, Leela? So this is the real deal because there's like there's been the flirtation stuff before with like Parasites Lost and things, but like this is where he's just like white on rice, and and you know, like it just it didn't feel authentic or true to the character to this point yet. I So if this is the beginning of that, that's fine. But it feels like they're like, okay, well, this is going to be a plot device now. It is It is jarring, I think, because you're right. It, it doesn't really happen before, but it's a like it becomes a huge part of his character as the show goes on. Okay, so we have that to look forward to. Yeah, there's, uh, there's a lot more of him just trying to get with Leela. All right. Have you ever eaten a boat egg, Horchie? <laughs> Uh no, but I've eaten a boat shoe during the depression. Did you? What were you depressed about that time? 
Uh, and that's a fancy meal for the Depression era. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's a like, boat shoe. Well, <laughs> was it I, was it color, like was it a blue one or was it just a straight up like you know kind of tan leather? I killed a rowing team. I ate one at an Or concert once. The <laughs> or Dave okay. Matthews Band. <laughs> I don't know. Did People you that, think were you on shrooms and thought it was something else? Who is our demographic? Did you just bring up <laughs> Or the band Or? <laughs> Is it or is, there, is, is, it our dem- is our demographic college students from 15 years ago? <laughs> when I think of boat shoes, I think of or because I just think of a whole bunch of people in boat shoes and cargo khaki shorts oh, yeah. listening yeah. to that band. Yeah. Sorry. It was All a- those guys are wearing red hats now. <laughs> and the white hats. <laughs> they swapped the white hats for the red hats. I, that's probably true to an extent. I mean. Nope. It's true. It's true to uh, the extent that it's true. Yeah, but I, I mean. I you know I would hope this is just you know the background music when the spaceship is coming yeah, down. Yeah, the day it's the like Earth a stood still. version of the of no, the that's what the, theme. the spaceship was. Yeah, from it's from a Clockwork Orange. Yeah, is, is it? it? Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. But too. It, it wait, from, when it lands or when they get off the ship? Uh, when it's it landing. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Because when they get out, it sounds like someone's playing the Globetrotter theme on a theremin. Sweet George Brown. Yeah, is that what it is? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's also a barbecue sauce. It's all like super creepy and I can't really whistle like good. Like old timey sci fi. Uh yeah, so everybody that was one of the, the just silly kind of throwaway gags is that when everybody's running away from it, there's a guy who's running and then Amy <laughs> is like sunbathing <laughs> topless and does like the loop around her with the cat calling and then keeps going. Like she's she's pretty uh you know She's sort of like the 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 brunt of some sexual attention in this. She, she's really <laughs> she really she plays is it some, up. She's some eye candy in this one. Yeah. Um, I so how many cartoons have the Harlem Globetrotters been a part of? Three that I know of, including this one, Scooby Doo. Definitely Scooby Doo. There was also one about them in space. Really. Yes. It was like a there yeah the standalone show. Yeah. show. Oh, I'm sure they were on The Simpsons, right? At some point, I don't ever I, remember that. I can't imagine the Harlem Globetrotters not nope. having been on The Simpsons. They haven't. Are you sure? Nope, not sure. <sighs> not sure either. All right, I, if I just, only there was someone here who knew how to search for information like that. Yeah, I I just I. Uh, I remember them distinctly as a child because of Scooby-Doo, and that was probably my only exposure to them for several years until I realized they were a real thing. But they're still a thing now. Has anybody seen them live? I've, I've, I've never Have seen I? them live, but I've seen the commercials for like them coming to I the went, queue. In uh, eighth grade, I played basketball, and we got to go play a game on Gundarina Court. It was, well, Quicken Loans, but it was yeah. called Gundarina at the yeah. time. And then we got to watch... Um, the Harlem Globetrotters perform. And no, in The Simpsons, Krusty mentions the Harlem Globetrotters. Oh, yeah, because he, he says bet he voted on the it. Washington Generals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just spinning the ball. Just take it from him. And they were, there was a video of it. Remember, they were, oh, yeah. okay. So I'm tech- looking at a still of the Harlem Globetrotters on The Simpsons. So, uh, I, okay. Um, that being said, were any of the characters... I mean, I think all of the characters that were Harlem Globetrotters, I think they were all pretty much voiced by Phil Lamar. 
It yeah, seemed yeah. that and way. And none there, of the names are like oh, actual. I wondered about that. I thought Curly real. Joe was an actual globetrotter. The the only thing that the Harlem Globetrotters allowed was the name Harlem yeah. Globetrotters to be used, but well, everything and the uniform, like, but no, they couldn't use actually the any of the actual real names. So of it Harlem couldn't be like the Scooby Doo one where it was like that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. It's basically. I think most of them are Philomar. <laughs> But the like, I was the one just named Curly then, and then they called him Curly, Curly Joe, Joe. Curly as Joe as a reference to the Three Stooges. No, there was an actual. There was a bald guy. Uh, on the, I, I think his name was Scooby Curly. Dude. Yeah, because when I went to that show, I got an autographed shirt. Like they autographed one of the Harlem Globetrotters shirts for me, and one of them was named Curly on there. But like, and he was bald, I think. Yeah. yeah. But like, how many Globetrotters do you think there've been? Because they've been around since at least like the '60s yeah. or '70s. Well, yeah. right? The ones, the ones that were on this were Ethan Bubblegum Tate, yep. Sweet Clyde Dixon, Curly Joe, and then six others. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that? I mean, is that how they are referred to? Yeah. The, the only ones that you know the name of are <laughs> the three that I just mentioned. That's but, how they're referred to in the infosphere, not on the episode. Well. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they don't give the names of the other ones. Are you sure? Yes. Yeah. I, I'm positive. Okay. Why? Why do you ask? Why, why do you have a doubt that the thing that Tom just looked up might not be true in the episode? Why are you so watched? combative today, Horchie? You seem very combative. I'm just curious. Oh, is it a new Pete, thing that Pete, you guys fight? Pete, instead of answering my question with a question, ask, answer the question. Why Why do you think Tom might be wrong? Why did you ask him three times if he was sure? I cannot answer that, Senator. Uh, because I was stalling trying to look them up on Wikipedia and see how many actual Globetrotters there have been. He just looked it up. No, he no, looked up he on the Infosphere. Like I'm looking up the real live Globetrotters. Oh, the real um, live Globetrotters. Who knows? Wait, how did that answer my question? He, we, I was, was stalling to look up on Wikipedia how many Globetrotters there were. So when I kept asking if Tom was being truthful or not, it was a stalling tactic. God, I wish I had a folding chair to throw right now. And that is the fourth wall being fucking knocked down, Slurmcast what, listeners. What is what is the meaning of, of what stalling? They list the head coaches, of which there have been three. <laughs> <laughs> Current roster: Jackson, Krista. Stop it, Ace English. Stop it, Carlos. Will you complain about Bender's magical chest cavity before you fucking read us? All I don't think I had to complain about that at all today. Carlos Dizzy Fisher, Fisher Tay Firefly Lang. I maybe I'm reading these the wrong way. There's a lot of crazy names. There's a guy named Cheese. There's a guy named Handles. There's a guy named Swish. Uh, TNT. Oh, there's there are. Uh, Field female globetrotters too. Sounds like a great edit point. Uh, a guy named Dragon, Highlight, Zeus, Hammer, Jet, Bull, Thunder, Jumpin, Elgato, Slick, Willy, Spider, The Shot, Moose, Animal, Clutch, Big Easy, and then there's the retired members. This would be great for a trivia night, Pete. Wilt Chamberlain was a Harlem globetrotter. I bet he was just like an honorary Globetrotter. No, he was in the Globetrotters from 1958 and 1959. Metal Arc Lemon, In fact, everyone in this room is an honorary Globetrotter. Fred Curly Neal. Uh, You forgot about Ass Dan. Charles Tex Harrison. (laughs) Charles Tex Harrison was a Globetrotter from 1954 to 1972. 
And let's make it two weeks in a row. Welcome back to the Slurmcast, where we are talking about Futurama. <laughs> I, uh, I I don't know. The, the Globetrotters are a fascinating pop culture phenomenon. The fact that they're all theoretical physicists in this episode kind come of... come from uh, another planet. Well, so how did they get up to having their own planet? Is that ever explained? Maybe there are the different Globetrotters species. are just aren't they, aliens. Yeah. I mean, if you're that good at basketball, world. you're probably not from Earth. I, that seems like a, there's or a glo- there's a Globetrotter homeworld. That's where they come maybe from. Maybe years ago, I mean, it is the year 3000. Maybe at one point, the Harlem Globetrotters left Earth and found a home planet, and then they just became. But if they're as famous as they are, why didn't the people on Earth know them? Maybe they'd been gone for so long. Right. What do you mean they didn't know them? Like their spaceship arrives and everybody freaks out not knowing it's the Globetrotter spaceship. No, uh, well, Bubblegum Tate said we've lived in peace for uh, however many years or whatever. And Marv right. Albert knew who they were. Was that the real Marv Albert? No, no, it was somebody else. I don't recognize the name of the guy that did the voice. Was this before Marv Albert's disgrace? No. So this is after was Marv Albert's that was early. disgrace. Yeah. It was this like a thing that happened. Yeah, that huh? happened in like the 90s. Didn't he get caught with a prostitute or something? He assaulted a prostitute. A bit- Oh, right, right, right. He seems like a generally kind of shady guy. I, I, So I just didn't really understand why the Globetrotters returned to Challenger. It seemed like just, hi, we're just here to fuck with you. That was the joke. It, was, it, it wasn't funny. It just seemed sort of like... They were here it, to crack wise on our mamas. Yeah, but, you know, the thing where they're like, you airballing bozos, laugh derisively at him. It, I... There's nothing at stake and no threat at all. Yeah. Yeah, it just didn't... I mean... For somebody who's all about the story, Dan, it didn't seem very organic. I mean, why do we play any game at all? I, uh, I don't know. To win, Pete. To win. That seems like a lot of energy that I don't have. And that's why you're not a globetrotter. Well, this is yep. true. This is very And you true. never will be with that attitude. No. Horchie might. He's tall enough. You know, the real to the real sad short. thing about that is is that I I Maybe you, you really I know, want to be a I know in my heart I'm funky enough to be a globetrotter. I know that for sure. I could look Ethan Bubblegum Tate in the face and say, "Yes, in my heart I'm funky enough to be a globetrotter. I just don't have the Stick to itiveness. I really feel like this episode was kind of based around. Um, let's see what uh, Professor Farnsworth's uh, superatomic men are. Oh yeah, definitely. Can we talk about that and how much this episode reminds me of Space Jam? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yes. is that really what this <laughs> is about? Except the good know. guys are right. the monsters. Right. <laughs> it's because this. Space Jam was in like the mid '90s, right? So like it was uh, 1996. So this is way after Space Jam, but like watching this, even now, all I can think about is Space Jam and and the Monstars and Fry is the Michael Jordan yeah. of the team. <laughs> Are they? Well, okay. So it seems like chronotons are. Uh, pretty powerful particles they're pretty important for a time space continuum yeah seems like they hold the universe and did you notice that leela 
the ol- was the only person that was picking them that where time was yeah, ripping apart. Yeah, I was apart. trying to figure out if there was uh, something about the way she was doing it compared to how they were doing it. Oh, I mean, yeah. Bender was doing it a certain specific way, catching him in his mouth and then spitting him in there, and he's, you know, made of metal. And was she using tweezers? Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. she was, like, picking him out with tweezers. So that, that you would assume, is metal. And then Fry was, uh, I don't remember, was he doing the same thing? He was or? just No, Fry was his inflating head. his head. Like I don't he was, think Fry actually picked any of them. No, I, I feel like he, he might have just t- taken the jar and like scooped them or something. I, I think that's remember. right. But he spent more time trying to show off by like pulling out the, the stopper on his space helmet and letting his head expand in the vacuum. That really Speaking seems... of bad jokes, the... Uh, Clear uh, your jets. Yeah, that was like <laughs> just the, the whole... Presentation. Why wouldn't Bender move? Why couldn't he yeah, just move or, away? You know, it, I mean, I understand it was that kind of. Uh, well, and and here we are again. Like, why is Fry just like so into Leela all of a sudden? Like, it just. This is one of those things where I was kind of wondering about that um, while I was watching this episode because again, this is the first time I'm like since it aired, and even then, you know, I missed episodes as it came out. The first time I'm just watching it in order, like every week, watching the next episode. Where, you know, I think of this whole show as, you know, one mm-hmm. big amalgamation or whatever. And, uh, it, it, yeah, it does. I It's, like, up until now, it's been what? Where he'll, like, be like, hey, Lila, you want to hang out? Or, like, hey, you know, make, like... This or is she'll f- be like, you're a dirty slob. The, Don't be a dirty slob. The way that he is in this one is how I think of Fry all the time. And when we started this podcast, started watching him, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, it takes a while to get there, you know? And, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. 46 episodes. And it... Like up until now, I mean, really not to the, to that. I mean, okay, there is the one where Lila was going out with um, the the guy from the orphanage from the orphanarium. Yeah, um, Adley, Adley Adkins, um, and he was like, "Oh, I wish he'd go out with me." And there have been a couple episodes for that, but this is the first one where like it, it seemed like a like a crush from afar. I mean, he would he would flirt with her and he would hit on her poorly. And then they did. We've gotten to the holophoner episode, right? No, there was a no. There was the worms no. one. We did that one. Yeah, where there was a holophoner. He, in actually, that, episode, that whole episode is not, about how much. That's he, not the holophoner oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. episode. But that whole episode is about how much he. Um, yeah, but he wasn't like so aggressive in that one. Yeah, yeah, he was. No, no he wasn't. Not like he was in this because yeah. this in this one he's like, like Pete said earlier, like white on rice. Like it keeps he's coming up, clingy and almost obsessive. Also, Dan, this is the first one real like quick, that for sure. and we back, all know that works really well. Back to uh, yeah. Space Jam, real quick. I forgot Billy West was in space. He voiced in Space Jam. Yeah, see. So yeah. who who did he voice in Space Jam? Probably one of the monsters on Stars. Um, Michael did, Jordan. He they <laughs> they dubbed all of his lines with uh, Billy West. In another example of this show being you know relevant seventeen years after the fact. Today, our president is a jive sucker, too. Oh. Bugs As, Bunny and Elmer Fudd. Wow. Those are top-line voices. He so did, is he's Billy a top-line guy. I know. Wow. So, I mean, he is, yeah. I mean, so, Chuck Dixon's been dead Maurice for, like, Lamar. Or whatever Chuck that guy. Dixon. Mel oh, Blank. Chuck, Chuck Jones. Mel Chuck, Blank. Chuck Dixon's a comic book writer. Chuck Jones. Martin the Martian. Was a director. Mel Blank was the voice Whatever. Talent, that guy's probably been dead for 70 years. But then his kid... I don't know if it's Mel Blank Jr. or some other kind of blank. Maybe his name's Point Blank or something. <laughs> he was a voice actor as well and took over for Mel Blank. Pepe Le Pew was Maurice LaMarche, oh, yeah. actually. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, his name's Maurice, so of course he's going to play the French guy. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I, you know, the, I guess, do you think that this was actually pretty thin on story and just padded with gags? Because there yeah. was a lot of gags. Oh, I yeah. would agree with that. For it's 100%. a silly concept. Yeah. It's just hilarious. I, mean, you know, I love the, the time skipping, yeah. like with the basketball game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just the the Zoidberg, like that one and grabbed at his behind us. Yeah, that that, and then when the actual time keeps skipping or like starts skipping, and Professor is like, "Did what that just happen, or did I just uh, stroke out a little?" <laughs> my brain, just, my stro- brain just stroke out for a minute. Was that is that you that's always saying that, or is that? It's, it's you I or one of our. Yeah, I'm I, you know what? It's all of us. We're yeah. always. I say that two or three <laughs> times a week, not referencing Futurama. Like I didn't even know that was a line from it. I just, I have reason to say. I that. have like lots of conversations with my wife where I just lose whatever I'm saying in the mm. middle of saying it, and we make jokes about stroking out all the time. You know, how you check both hands in the air and smile. No, but it was stroking off. That's why it's. Uh... <laughs> yeah, then my brain just stroke off. For a minute, or for a second, I believe. I don't want to take this to its next logical conclusion. The ref alien Why? What looked would like I mean, Kiff. Is is that the case? What about Kiff? The ref in the Globetrotter basketball game against yeah. the Atomic Superman, he looked like Kiff. Oh, no, it's the same ref that did the... Uh, when Leela... Did you guys go to that yeah, episode? Yeah, yeah, we the, had that one. Yeah, the one where yeah, Leela fights the, the... Or Bender fights the... Um, the Destructor, yeah, it's yeah, the same the wrestling. But uh, but I'm wondering is we didn't probably know. same species. You think he looks Different like because they have well Might they be. have the um the chameleon the thing. chameleon thing. Yeah. So yeah. is that something that can be controlled, which would make them particularly probably well suited for that? I mean, obviously you would have to have control over your camouflage if you're going to camouflage into where you are, right? So you Yeah, could, but Kiff's camouflage response is involuntary and based on anxiety. He maybe he isn't strong enough. That's why that guy is a ref and Kiff is Kiff. Zap Brannigan's assistant. Yeah, I, you know, what I really took away from the game, and I think this is true in real life, the Globetrotters are just cheaters. But that's their thing. So we want to... Raise up. I mean, they're playing bunch. against and, Atomic right. Supermen, so I mean, it's and, not really a fair game all around. Like, a dude had a cannon in his chest, and, and fake, he used it. <laughs> fake Marv Albert makes several allusions to the fact that it's not going to be a normal game by saying how normal it's going to be because it's the Harlem Globetrotters versus Atomic Supermen. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, the gesture very a abnormal for a and the, game the, of space clowns <laughs> and atomic monsters. <laughs> and I think there's a there's a there's a bad the first basket maybe that the atomic Superman Superman score I'm pretty sure would not be allowed because one of the globetrotters shoots a three goaltending. It's goaltending because he grabs the ball just before it gets into the rim I, and yes. picks it up. And I'm glad that you made that, yep. that connection too. What the fuck is goaltending? It's when you, you're not allowed to. Uh, this is my understanding. It's been a long time since I played on a regular basis. But and there's a lot of weird rules in basketball. There are a lot of weird <laughs> rules in basketball, and this never comes up, so nobody thinks anything about it. But you're not allowed to interfere with the ball once it's on a downward arc. Yes, that's the dumbest. So thing that is I've absolutely gold because in NBA Jam you can like grab the ball yeah. before it goes in the basket, but you always get caught for yeah. goaltending. Yeah. What if it's coming down? You can't slap it out of the way. No. That's well, if you think about it, if you think about it, it's almost impossible because you can't be in. Because if you're shooting a three, if someone's shooting a three, 
you like you have to be able to jump higher than the rim and have the exact perfect timing to bat it out of the way. Isn't that what professional basketball players no, do? No, they always get it on the at like on the point of release. Yeah, somebody's going up for a layup and yeah. you're like There's a difference between a block and actually robbing it from the basket. Yeah. That's it's a weird weird thing. It's totally weird. But that think, is goal I, I think, think that is goaltending and yeah. But then when he threw the basket from half court into there, it reminded me of Kevin Durant and how long and <laughs> gangly he is. I just, I, I, he's not gangly. His I arms are that, super long. That yeah, but knowledge. I mean, that's not gangly. He's a filled out dude. So it's like. That yeah. knowledge is actually bothering me more than anything else in this episode. Like I that, ruined your brain. Just that there are rules against like blocking a shot when it's There's on the also a, part. If you don't have the ball a certain part of the court, you can't be in for more than like three seconds or you get a violation. Yeah. It's so dumb. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, there's a lot of the, weird rules for basketball. Yeah, but also, yeah like if the ball goes in, it's two like points. That. What kind of <laughs> fucked up shit is that? Unless you're behind one line or another Slow line down. and then it's one or three points. Uh, as I understand it, though. Barely any of them have rules about whether or not dogs can play. Right? That's true. Because of Airbud. This is true. There's uh, a whole fucking franchise. I know. They came from Airbud. But why wouldn't they make the rules about dogs playing? They're not even all sports (laughs) movies. Are they specific to dogs or could it be like Air Air Billy with a goat? All the the buddies movies are are puppies. What if that Dennis Quaid movie that just came out where all the... Where the dog keeps dying and coming back to life or gets reincarnated. The dog's purpose? Yeah. What if in the middle of it, it was Airbud for one of the stories? <laughs> is that and what he gets that, a slam wait, dunk and that's the dog's wait, is purpose? Is that what that movie was about? Oh, yes. Pete, <laughs> they, somebody was sitting around so doing a lot of movie. cocaine and uh, in the writer's room and was like, they're like, look, you got to come up with something, you're fired. And he's like, people like the movies and then the dog dies and then they get a puppy. What if we did it like eight times? I think it's based on a book. I don't know, but it like, is based on a book. Is, okay. Yeah, but I mean, what a what a Wait. cheap. Come on, that's, somebody well, somebody okay. saw Marley and me, right. and they were like, Hang "Let's on. do exactly. this four Ex- times." Exactly. Hang on. I mean, on the one hand, they should be applauded for trying to create original content based on. It's based on based a book. on a book, but it's not like. Do you remember Marley and me? Let's remake Marley and me. But four times. Yeah, that's even worse. That's like no, uh, no, it's not. Like it's not. hey, it's you like Alien, you like Predator. What if they were in a bad movie together? And Twice. Those movies <laughs> kick ass. No, the second one's it. okay. The second one's one is right. great. I even like the first. There's one. There's a new one coming out. The first one's cute. I'm there's just, a new Predator I, movie coming I'm out. More and referring to like gritty reboots. I don't know if there's both. That oh, or, Alien or, has an uncredited role. At least it's not that. I mean, understand? Like, yeah, it's Is it like in Predator Two when he goes into the spaceship and there's just an alien? No, he. At or, one point, they just like pan around like whatever like military people they have, and there's just an alien guy in <laughs> camouflage. It, on that note, is he's jo- got a helmet on the back of his big long head. Is jo- or does he wear it on the front? Uh, you've seen that meme. <laughs> is, is or is it a really big long helmet that covers the whole? Is John Wick a gritty remake of Marley and Me? I've never seen John Wick. I heard it's really good. I have too, and I just never got around to it. And there's a second one, and he might be doing a TV show. I heard he's not doing the show. He'll do it. He'll just voice the guy. It'll be some other guy. It'll just be. It'll be a kitten named (laughs) Keanu. Oh God, that would be so good. They'd have to kill a dog in every episode, Uh, though. Oh my! They know. They know that. They know it works. 
at the basketball game, Lila and Amy were the only two that were in different clothes. Like well, everybody you, else is in well, their of regular course, outfits because they yeah. dress up to go to a basketball game. Pete, they had floor seats. I I know, but it still seemed odd that they would dress up and no one else would. Like there have been other occasions where like they go to the award ceremonies for mm-hmm. the Oscars or whatever, then everybody's in a different outfit or they go to a cocktail party. Everybody's in a different outfit or they go to Elzar's restaurant and everybody's in a different outfit. And here they are at the basketball Pete, game. you know women. They dress up for occasions. Yeah. But they don't dress up for trivia. Tom, Tom, I think it's clear. I don't know shit about women. <laughs> I think they're wonderful and clearly smarter than us. And I that's really the point that I've always tried to get across. But I don't I don't understand. Maybe Amy was trying to impress the uh spider guy because well, he and, and regardless, yeah, and regardless, the fact when everything, uh, all the shit hit the fan, she's like, "Is it because of my outfit?" <laughs> that was beautiful. I'm just glad my fat, ugly mama's not here alive to see this. Enough <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about your promiscuous, enough about your promiscuous brother, Hermes. That was good. And then uh, I do love your mama jokes in this episode. I felt like it had a lot, but it didn't have a lot. But it had enough. I feel like, like Bender's uh, enthusiasm about the Globetrotters was a little put on as well. Like, he was literally quivering He's a celebrity whore. Is he really, though? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because remember, he Elzar, gets super stoked about the Don Bob. Elzar, Coculent. 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 That's the <laughs> porno I'm making, the Futurama porn. Uh, uh, Don Bot. Dramatic. Okay, what about Beck? Penis. Beck. He didn't get all weird about Beck. Oh, he gives like, oh my god, it's oh my god, it's Beck, Beck, because <laughs> <Yeah>. his eyes. <laughs> did he, I don't think he did that. No, he does. I'm. This seems like well, that's only four examples. I mean, obviously, you're right. You're right. <sighs> I like how they were up. How much in like the last quarter, and then they ended up losing. Thirty-five. They were up by thirty-five. Up by thirty-five. Clearly, Fry's said skills were not enough to pay the bills. <laughs> Uh, oh, did, see, there are a lot of lines, and I'm, I'm, I, despite having watched this like less than 24 hours ago, I ditto. I don't know who said all fools of the highest caliber, but I feel like I oh, should be it was one that. of the globe trotters. Yeah. yeah, that was bubblegum yeah. tape. Okay, yeah. I, I like that. He has all the good globe trotter lines. Well, because he's really the only one who talks. Yeah, he's the leader. There's always a leader of the globe trotters. How do you get to be the leader of the globe trotters? Command, By being command, the commander of the globe trotters. Yes, commander of the Globetrotters by being the best Globetrotter. So who was the coach then? Because when we looked at that Wikipedia they, entry, there were three coaches. They didn't need a coach. At this point, they've evolved past coaches. That seems like he Ethan was. Bubblegum Tate is the coach, captain, and leader, and commander of the Harlem Globetrotters. That's true. Something involving that many big words. <laughs> it has to be. What was it? How do you think they wound up in a naked conga line? <laughs> Uh, Hermes, Hermes suggested it, but you can't see him. Actually, suggested he's just yeah. playing, and then all of a sudden, everybody's susceptible to the suggestion. Other thing, they had no. to uh, change the whole like angle of that with the animation because there was the sensors said there was too much cleavage, so they had to like pull the arms up on the women. Like Amy and Leela. but it didn't matter about the butts. I gotta <laughs> yeah. say, everybody on that show has a great ass. Well, it's, you know, whitewashed, so to speak. Yellow washed. White What does that mean? Just it's not like it's high def detail. I'm right. sure if it was But I mean, I mean look, 
Imagine, like, imagine look, if there was the a curve of their butts is really great. Imagine if there was a naked conga line on Fanorama. Like, what would that have looked like? I don't know what that is. It was the live action fan film. We we released that as a bonus episode. You haven't watched the live action Futurama film. You haven't no. listened to our. Oh bonus no! You content? know what? I skipped that one because I didn't know what the hell you were talking about. That's why you need to listen to. You got to find it. Watch that. So did a lot of other people. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was bonus content, right? Bonus, uh, not content. filler. Exactly. It's all filler. Even this is filler. <laughs> all filler, no filler. <laughs> more more filler than yes. most. Does anybody? Did anybody write 14. down the? Anybody write down the name of the pop star that we saw their life? Wendy. 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 <laughs> she brings me good food. You mean Britney Spears? <laughs> yeah, it was exactly a whip on Britney Spears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that Hamburgers. album cover is that first Britney Spears. Yeah. 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 I Fry's sexy love pad was pretty crazy in the closet, <laughs> except mm-hmm. for the dirty, who knows what fluid covered mattress. I didn't even notice that where there's those it's, it's, a, it's just a mattress and there's it's like but maybe because it's under the purple light, I don't know, but like it's just a fucking mattress with like stains <laughs> yeah, on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. It was in the closet. But you, you also skipped uh how was Amy's birthday and then Zoidberg's birthday. <laughs> oh my that's, god. That's that's a picture I go to. Zoidberg sitting in front of the cupcake with the candle in it by himself, sad. I use that all the time. <laughs> you don't want to end up old and lonely like Zoidberg. <laughs> Oh, you still have Zoidberg. You yeah. all still have Zoidberg. <laughs> That's one of my favorite moments in this episode. The uh, the Smelloscope returns. Have has it come back since its initial? I, it, it this has got to be. Oh, wait, like you know they used it as a plot third, device a few times. Yeah. So there was there was when appearance. he he invented it, yeah. which was for the garbage. Yeah, the big. big and then piece they, of garbage. Hubert no. made fun of it at some point. Yeah, I think. and that that's right. Yeah, and then um I don't we didn't get to the episode where no, never mind, that's not the it's it's if it hasn't come up more than three times, now it will like, Does it become more frequent? I don't think it becomes more frequent. Yeah, it, it just like put it that way. Every once in a while they need like they need something to get the story moving and everyone that's when it comes up. Yeah. It, I feel like like I'm only really familiar with this show like the first four volumes of the DVD set in the movies. And I feel like they probably at least use it two more times. I think really? it's it, sometimes they use it as that. Um, I forget what that term is. There's like a universal McGuffin? term. Is that what it's called? Where the, that's the thing that gets yeah, the story moving. Okay, is that the universal term? But yeah. the thing about a MacGuffin is you don't know what it is. In fact, what it actually well, is but, becomes you know how, like, material. Um, it's an abstract concept. But like when you for like watch specific the thing, shows, you can they'll have their own like what nickname the for it. Is. Like, uh, like Star Trek, they'll they'll call it the the uh, whatever thing that always happens in the original Star Trek. They're like, oh, I guess we're getting a red alert from. I, I can't think of what it is. It's not, but like it's some, not a MacGuffin. If you know, a MacGuffin the, is like the suitcase in Pulp Fiction. The famous Alfred. Oh, that's not I mean, what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a uh, Alfred Alfred Hitchcock is the one who coined the term MacGuffin. Okay, and, and his quote about it is: I "Just had one of those at McDonald's this morning." Says. <laughs> <laughs> It, 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 he has a quote that's something like, so this is, this is paraphrasing, but it's pretty close on. He's like, um, I know what the MacGuffin is. And he says, then that's no MacGuffin. Like, it, mm-hmm. it is no, a completely so it's abstract that. concept. It's, um, you know, like, like, uh, like deus ex machina. In like, a, um, like say a show like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It's like, oh, um, they would use this same thing over, over and over again where it's like, oh, this has a to trope? happen. 
Yeah, a tr- I mean a trope, but I mean so you know, careful. but you know how comedic tropes trope, a comedic trope. You know how tropes on certain shows have their own what? That's three tropes for oh. now. Unless uh, we say minute. it more than careful. Lewis shows up. How, uh, <laughs> There's a crack in the blinds. He's right Lewis. there. <laughs> uh, some some shows will have their nicknames for it, and uh, that's one of theirs. Is the you know the. What are you talking about? Well, they'll they'll use the smelloscope as like, oh, somebody has to be like using the smelloscope, and then that's how they find like, oh, this thing's coming towards us. Even that's, that's not really a trope. Is. I don't know. We're getting into. Do you think it's just bullshit. a plot device, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah. what it is. It's, a plot it's just. Device. Do you think the globe trotters were uh, dismissive and unappreciative of Bender's Mexican heritage like, by calling him a silver honky? Like they really didn't appreciate the fact that he's. Not I don't think honky. they knew he was. Yeah, I don't Mexican. think Brender like exudes a a Latin. Uh, so you're feel. saying that a character has to? But he's also, just a fucking metal robot, dude. I also think that the Harlem Globetrotters knew who Bender actually was, and that his they don't care star like struckness of the Harlem Globetrotters didn't matter because at heart he was never could never enough. be. A Harlem Globetrotter. Well, that's okay. He was trying too hard. And to be a Harlem Globetrotter, you can't try hard. Uh, so Nixon approves the badass gravity pump proposal and gives them a giant check for all of the money on Earth. <laughs> with a date with, it was three question marks on the date written on that check. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't notice that. How, what was the actual amount? Or did it just say all it the money? It just said all the money in the world. It was like all of Earth's money. Or something like that, yeah. <laughs> so you can't do that every day. Oh, Nixon's head. Um, and then that sorry, that gravity pump you should be. They it's gonna take forever to make it, and then they made it, and then take forever catch to it. mount it. <laughs> Could take months, maybe even click, and then you know, yeah, all the time jumps. I mean, you know, yeah, just uh, I, of course they were all. Perfectly timed to help mm-hmm. yeah. them out, move but the, move, move the story along. And, no, and that to act, not not just that, but to um, help them do what they were doing. I kind of want to edit this where we're talking, and then all of a sudden <laughs> like, it just cuts to, to way farther. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're like we just start rambling, and you just cut I to got, our point. I got a, I got a quick criticism. I, it's a, I, I'm gonna guess you do too, but uh, before I forget, uh, yeah. Everything. So the the rule of the time skips or slips were uh, when so they would they would slip into you know the the present for for them. Things would happen normally, yeah, and then they would be there and they would have no memory of what happened. Mm-hmm. But it would still happen. Would, but it would still happen. At, but they would go. So here's the thing: Why are they all at the circus the next day? They're all <laughs> in the same place. That's the only time that yeah. happened in there that I noticed. I thought of the same thing, but then I was like, because it's funny. I know. I know that's the But I, I, did think, I did this, think this the same episode thing, right. is, you know. Uh, You're right. Yeah, I never noticed that. Or never, that was the like, only, you know. But, it, but that, yeah, I know that's the answer, right? I was more. That was, I think that was my list. I had like, so I made notes, but I forgot them at home. And I think that was one of my Maybe things. you should go get them and then time slip and you have them. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of my things that I wrote. And I think I wrote next to it, Pete hates. Because mm-hmm. I assumed you would and have so, an issue with it. Okay, so just problem solving here. You could have had your wife take pictures of the notes and send the pictures to you. Do you know how horrible my wife is at responding to text messages? Not a not a texter, not a I thought, I she thought is, you were just gonna stop at how horrible at your wife is. Which <laughs> no, been. man, my wife is a fucking angel. She really is. You, 
I don't There's know. a rumor going around, and this is from your wife, that you guys are going to uh, Parks and Rec trivia on Wednesday. That's the rumor. Is that... I think that's. I Are just, you going to come out on a school night? I f- well, yeah, I think we actually already told the babysitter. So. All right. Okay. Not really sure how that's going to work because I thought I worked late on Wednesday, but I, now I found out I don't. Okay, even so better. We'll make it. We'll make it happen somehow. Yes. It's uh. I'm super. As long as those books stay on their shelves. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, I get out of work at 5.30, I'll be there. Because yeah. that ghost. That <laughs> Classic <them> book stack. <laughs> There's a total thing in my library that it's haunted. It's like for be real. Like in the yeah. Haunted <laughs> with, of ghost with A1 it's bottles. The, the library that I work at is named after the guy who donated the money, <clears throat> excuse me, who donated the money to build it. And one of the stipulations. His name is Ghost Ghosterson. <laughs> Getter Dan. One of the stipulations was that his name always had to be on it. Well, they have since changed the name of the library to be specific to the city, although his name is still technically on the building. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so now there's a we have a genealogy and local history center with that guy's name on it. And every once in a while, weird shit happens. We're like. A so card they, catalog flies open. No, and shoots it's not all like over. in Ghostbusters, but like there's weird power stuff or like stuff will just randomly fall off That's a shelf. That's awesome. And like the joke is, and maybe it's not a joke <laughs> that the library's haunted by that guy. Mm-hmm. Also, Dan thought uh, <laughs> had a great uncle that thought he was Saint Jerome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how did he come to that conclusion? He. Um, was his name Jerome? No. His so it's it's even weirder. Yeah, he just had that feeling. Are you menstruating right now? I'm just going to keep doing Ghostbuster lines from that. What is what is uh, what did Saint Jerome do, and why would one want to be? I believe Saint Jerome was a baker, and he lived with a candlestick maker, and they uh, sailed Sat in, in a, a bathtub? bathtub with a butcher. Yeah, and that's all we know. We don't know if they had clothes on or not. Was he a real saint, like uh, Saint Paul, or was he Saint a, All Paul? I said, or a fake saint like, like saint, saint Christopher, Anger? Oh. who is not a real person or thing. It's just a made-up story. I don't know the answer. Funny story: When I was a kid, we had to do the Sunday school thing where we were our favorite saint. Yeah, and I just said I'm going to be Saint Daniel. Newsflash, there is no Saint Daniel. Really? Yeah, because Daniel in the Old Testament is the guy who got fed to the lions. Huh. They probably should have made him a saint. So Saint Jerome was a priest, a confessor, a theologian, and a historian. What about Saint Elsewhere? Who was Archae- he? He's a patron saint of archaeologists, activists, Bible scholars, librarians, libraries, oh. school children, students, and translators. There's another saint for librarians that I identify with way more than Saint Jerome. Okay, I can't remember well, who it is. So how? Do, wait, Jesus. hang on, hang on. How saint, saint Dewey of Decimal? How <laughs> do saints get assigned new professions as they start to happen? I don't know how that happens. I know you get like... Like, who's the patron saint of computer programmers? Turing? I don't know. Uh, he, no, he, they wouldn't let him be a saint. Here. I don't know, Pete. Let me use my fantastic... Saint Steve Kuzitz. Jobs. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I'm serious. Oh. Now, now that we're on the Futurama Catechism... Uh, per the Jag. Roman Catholic Church, Saint... saint Isidore is the patron saint of computers, their users, programmers, and repairmen. 
as well as the internet as a whole. That seems like some bullshit. Seen as a door. How how does that? You live till. I wonder if like some professions somehow decide they're going to adopt this saint. You have to like get the whole like Catholic Association of Computer Programmers well, to yeah, vote I mean, and like, then petition the, the Vatican. It's, it's the Pope who like canonizes people. All right. So who would who's the patron saint of lion tamers? I don't know. Not Daniel. Siegfried and Roy. <laughs> Not them either. I, I that's uh. I wish I didn't start thinking about that at this time of night because I'm going to probably stay up into the wee hours trying to figure this out. Who's the patron saint for various occupations? And how do those occupations get associated with various saints? Like, it just seems like there there becomes an element of randomness that gets introduced. There are, I will tell you, as a librarian, there are at least two, I think maybe three, Patron saints of librarians. So what was wrong with the first one that they had to I add? I don't know, man. I wasn't ones? in the fucking committee meeting. Are there too many librarians that they need to distribute out the prayers amongst three different patron saints? I don't know, man. I just pray to Dewey. <laughs> I, this is... Uh, I can't Saint believe, Jerome? I can't believe I was brought up with this shit. Saint Catherine? Um, Saint Lawrence? Did, did Saint Lawrence of Arabia? Did the fact that uh, Bubblegum Tate would sue Bender over his bootleg tribute outfit seem petty? Yes. No. Oh, God, no. No? If you're it the Harm Globetrotters, you need all the, the money right you word. can get. Is, so, okay, petty, wait. They, do they go on tour all the time. Petty's not the word. But hang on. That is use. that a dig at them because they were like, you can use the name oh. and the likeness, but you probably. cannot use That was any. probably a dig. That was I, probably yeah. just I <laughs> fucking hope it was. Dicks. It'd be some pretty petty guys if that was their whole thing, but they maybe they are. And then all of a sudden, Fry and Leela are married. I, I, I this is just it did not sit well with me on this episode. It kept taking me out of it. Well, every time that happened. they also got divorced and they had to divide up their. She also shoved NFL a bouquet in his plates. mouth. I, I just it was like, I feel like that could have been left out of this episode completely. And it, the episode would have been as good as it was anyway. Like it was, it was just shoehorned in. I agree with that, but they also probably just needed a B story. But that was a B story. Or but a C remember, story? Pete, I don't know. You still have Zoidberg. You all have Zoidberg. They were. Uh, that, that I was, mean, the A story is the Globetrotter thing and the time slip. And they they were divorced the by Judge Whitey, so he's the only judge. I feel like he's been in. A lot of episodes, like consecutively recently. Have we seen Judge Whitey like three or four times in the last three or four episodes? They have a lot of legal problems sometimes on this show, and they have a judge. Judge Whitey. Mm-hmm. And um, there's always that damn hyper chicken. But not in this oh, one. No, I, you're right. But like he's always, like whenever there's a lawyer, he's the Lionel Hutz of Futurama. Except for the flag-eating oh, episode. Damn it. Why'd what? you have to say that? Why? Because now I can only imagine Phil Hartman playing the hyper chicken. Oh, he doesn't. Man. Sorry, man. I've been oh. watching a lot of The Simpsons lately. Me too. Oh. We got that fancy pants Hulu shit. And it has every oh, you episode got that, of The Simpsons. I got that FX thing. This is awesome. all very complicated. We're, we're reaching uh, peak streaming service saturation. Oh, my God. It's amazing. And, uh, yeah, until they pull the cartoon that's the basis for your podcast from wide release. And then you're in a jam. 
You're in a gym jam. Jimmy jam. A gym jam up in this situation. Um, I think we were all taught as children that drugs are for losers and hypnosis is for losers with big weird eyebrows. <laughs> is how I shouldn't say is because I know what it, it is. How is hypnosis still a thing? Because it works on some people. Does it? I've always wondered about that though. Does it really work? I don't know. I kind of want to find I, out. I feel like it's it's people just playing along, like. For whatever reason, people who pretend to be hypnotists, like they're really good, like stage show hypnotists yeah, versus yeah, like yeah, yeah, hypnotherapists. Yeah, yeah. Really good. Quit nutmeg. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think they're really good. Are you the Cadbury cream bunny? <laughs> they're really good at picking out people who will play along. I think so. You know, because like I just I, I tried to um, not tried, but I, I paid to get. Um, Put under once and like it didn't work. Like I don't know. Did you get your money back? No. Did you get a rash? <laughs> Are you sure you weren't put under and you just don't remember? Yeah. Well, so sure you. I wake up and I'm still back there. Yeah, you've started this podcast about Futurama <laughs> with your friends. And years on it. Years and years ago, I worked at a print shop in Columbus, and we were right downtown. So. Number one, a print stop was still a, a viable business back then. And number two, a lot of people from the surrounding we office have friends who work would, in print shops. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but it's 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 not like the old timey one would be like, we need you to run off a thousand copies of this on a flat uh, letterpress. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. The, it, the industry is not the same. There's been a lot of I mean, consolidation. The, the library that I work at has its own print shop. Do you have, uh, are they making triplicate forms and things like that? No, but they print the newsletter Is and they it? print all of the promotional materials for the entire library system. Oh, that seems like something that's getting subsidized because it's always been there and not because it's economically viable, but I digress. The point is, one of the surrounding businesses that would come in to get their items, you know, generated. It's the Harlem Globetrotters. Is the Ohio College of Hypnotherapy, which was an office with two rooms in it in a, in a like six floor walk up downtown Columbus. And the guy that ran it, who was the, you know, proprietor and professor looked like Abraham Lincoln. He had the chin strap beard. Did he have amazing eyebrows? They were big and weird eyebrows. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know how viable his business was, but he was there the entire time I worked at this place it was about three years like he was a customer before i came and i assume a customer after i left because he was able to make enough money doing hypnosis correspondence courses for people do you think it's a thing where like people want to believe and so they just like pretend like saints yeah sure <laughs> it, you maybe can't, you can't be a saint until you after you die and then they have to determine if you had miracles happen in your lifetime that you caused. What about St. Vincent? The She's Bill still Murray alive? Movie? No, the singer. That was that and was guitar dual, player. Uh, references at yeah. the same time. That was good. There's a St. Blaze. This patron. Is there Saint a St. Throats. Glenn Glaze? St. Glenn Glaze. Who Neither. doesn't listen to this podcast anymore? He <laughs> gave it up. Neither of those people are real. St. Blaze or Glenn Glaze. Oh. No, there's a St. Blaze. Yeah, there is a St. Blaze. Patron of a, of Throats. Yeah. 
You get blessed. Uh, you get your throat. Uh, yeah, I forgot with about the, that. With the two candles that are crossed. Yeah. And yeah. Wow. They bless your back. throat. Dude, I went to fucking Catholic school for we 12 years. Yeah. I went so I went <laughs> for whatever, I went for 10. I guess I for, missed the part. For whatever where they got reason, into the that was candles. a thing we always did was the blessing yeah, of your throat. That. I don't know yeah. why. I think it um I, I can guess. It gave me throat cancer. <laughs> <laughs> is this an all boys school, Dan? <laughs> Not in elementary school. Whoa, I never thought of but that. But high school. <laughs> They didn't do it in high school, though. No, did yeah, any, never Did anybody school. else get their throat baptized when they were 10? That, that was a thing, right? Private throat baptizing? <laughs> no. It was a thyroid blessing. <laughs> you just go up in there and give and a Massage little, your tonsils. Yeah. Oh, dear God. Ah. We're so close. Let's, the let's professor is always ready with his doomsday devices. He's a lot of. Was fun. there one of the? I feel like one of that those one is going to be had, used later. That big is that okay? Yeah, yeah. I feel like is. I couldn't remember. Like one of them looked familiar, or it was like, already used. It's, it's there's one of those. it's either already yeah. been used or we see it again yeah. later. Yeah, because when they were going to pick it out, I'm like, oh, it's that one, and yeah. then they didn't. I'm like, oh, there was one they used. I think on the garbage ball, or they maybe tried that's to what use. I'm maybe that's it. Yeah, or, and then there's another one. I think there's a couple other times six eight minutes. Yeah, so they needed to make a black hole. But I feel like that's something that, like, the professor probably has, I'm, and, like, he has a number of doomsday devices, but they weren't specifically, like, black hole makers. I feel like that's something he would have had. Anyway. I like that Fry and Leela got married in that time slip. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Why? Go, no, she go was on. not happy about it. It was apparently not a consensual situation. Uh, did you watch the end of the episode? Yeah. When but, they explained but, yeah, why? Yeah, but Leela didn't. Yeah, but she was part of the reality during the slip of why she agreed to. This is this is another one of those things, like the anthology of interest, where it gets into these really layered, nuanced things, and none of us are smart enough to explain it. I'll, I'll just okay. I'll explain it simpler. He moved the stars, and then she fell in love with him and agreed to marry him, and then she forgot that that happened. No, she just didn't rem- like have any. Knowledge of that happening. I just said that. Then she. But if that didn't happen that, until forget. the end, how would she have seen it before? Because he did it before. I don't. Anybody else watch this episode? Yeah, Dan? but like she doesn't remember. But every time there's a time slip, everybody mm-hmm. behaves as if they would have normally, but none of them have any memory of it. So she would, if she had seen that Fry had literally moved stars for her, that would probably make her fall in love with him to the point where she would marry him. But because to her she doesn't remember it. So she skips over all of that and just comes out being like, what the fuck did you do to me? And then that's it. And she divorces him. Right. I, that's the whole episode. That's the whole point of the episode, Pete. How did they get, how did the Superman get from 35 points ahead to 200 uh, and something? To- 244 to 86 at the end, just by Fry being in there with two minutes left. Because the Globetrotters cheat. Right, and or maybe also because Fry is terrible at basketball. It's possible, but I, I think, I'd like to think Fry I mean, spent the entire gum, time making shots in the wrong basket. <laughs> Bubblegum straight up just like grabs the ball from him, thunk, and like hook shots without even looking over his head, and it goes in. Yeah. Also, do you think that is a foul sliding down someone's arms with the basketball? I think that's Definitely a foul. Definitely, it's a foul. Yeah. <laughs> or oh, pinching someone's butt. But that's butt. the thing. Like, <laughs> like Pete says, call it behind the, us. Like that's Pete a, says, the, um, the Globetrotters cheat all the time, 
And like, I don't know, I've never, I haven't seen a Globetrotter or anything in 20 years, but I feel like everything that they do is cheating. Yeah, that's, yeah, like, it is. It's just them like showing off, you know, ball handling and spinning the ball or whatever. But like, you can't do that shit in a real basketball game. No, if you try and show off your ball, you would get fucking, skills. you would lose. Throw <laughs> it. What are you talking about? Are you going to say that wrestling's not real, Max? I don't, I don't understand. Oh, I'm just yeah. You know I'm how you know wrestling's not real because the Undertaker lost to Roman Reigns. That's I'm imagining bullshit. someone. Hey, the heart is real. That's what showing off their ball Break handling my heart skills again. in the stands. <laughs> what? What about the stands? Is someone showing off their ball handling skills in the stands? There always is. There's got to be someone. <laughs> Didn't you just have to get rid of someone from oh, the bar? I did. <laughs> I don't think he was handling. Was he handling his ball? He wasn't showing no, them off, but it balls. wasn't. I mean, they were. I mean, they might have. They're been probably involved. there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, hey, uh, PSA for people out there. Um, just whack off at home. Don't come to a bar and, and do it in the bathroom because I'm going to chase you out with a retractable nightstick. Yeah, you know what? So, I wasn't, also, I wasn't afraid of that retractable nightstick, and uh, it doesn't, I can't get off at home anymore. So don't, you know tell what's me funny? What, don't tell me how to live my life. I don't tell you where to, where to jerk off. The com- the, in that confrontation, we both had hard sticks in her hand. <laughs> <laughs> what if you're dead inside and that's the only way you can come? 45 minutes. That's how how long he was down there. I uh, fapping for forty five minutes. Also, forty five minutes. Ooh, I mean, it's a lot cleaner than it used to be. He might have been still, doing. We were voted um, best maybe he took place a shit to poop and then <laughs> in Cleveland or true. one of them. At maybe a bar. he took a shit for like fifteen minutes. No, maybe he was like, waiting for the female bartender to catch him. Maybe he read that article. Wait, were you, were you both working that night? Was I weekend? wasn't working. No, I got uh, asked to do it because I was up there. Oh. I think that's why the Cavs oh. lost that game. <laughs> uh, I like that the Globetrotters make everyone an honorary Globetrotter. That was nice of them. Oh, Except for Bender. He wasn't in the room. And then they, you know, but and that's really the thing. At the end of the episode, both Bender and Fry are completely heartbroken, but for different reasons. Bender, because he's not funky enough to be a Globetrotter and never will be. And Fry, because his unrequited love for Leela that came out of nowhere all of a sudden, remains unrequited. It's not like we've never seen it before, though. Spoiler alert, both of them get their dreams. No, they don't. <laughs> uh, Eventually, I do, Bender becomes a globetrotter. I really there, like... It'd be a great series finale. <laughs> it's like some weird callback to... Non-sequitur. Do, do the globetrotters ever come back? No. This is I, uh, you see Bubblegum okay. Kate. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, see him at the, du- at, like, the dupe every once in a while? Yeah, okay. yeah. They do, like, come the back movies, for, like, certain yeah, science course, like, stuff. Yeah, like, do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bubblegum Tate definitely comes back, but it's never, like, there's it's no like more story. For, with yeah, them. for a whole episode, a whole um, line here and there. I do really like Fry's, like, thing of moving the stars and the way it it's written, I love you, Leela, like... Mm-hmm. And how it's not like perfect, and it looks like like little kid handwriting yeah. almost with the stars. I thought that was adorable. Okay, but uh, all right. So, given what we know about the characters, I'm gonna make an, a light bright and bring it that says "I love Pete." <laughs> <laughs> you just get the phone app. We already <laughs> talked about that. No, I hate is, modern life. Is um, do you think Lila would have been moved by that? Romantic, but obviously she was. She was when he was, but uh, completely impractical. Had the worms and was doing yeah, stuff. Yeah, she was because she married him. Although one thing that I want to talk about, and you'll love this, is the 
like the damage that that would do to like entire star systems. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, I like, know. Yeah, moving Not, all of that those whole stars. like sector of the galaxy would be yeah. fucked up. Like, yeah, you can't. And even putting all those stars in that close proximity, I'm no physicist, but I feel like no, yeah. oh, that's, that's going to cause some gravitational Granted, distortions. Oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I mean, just going, uh, what, my, my point is, what do you think would turn Leela on more and consistently for a longer period of time? One gigantic, dangerous, romantic gesture, or just Fry getting his shit together Actually, and being a consistently, like, on top of it guy with good hygiene? Because she already likes him. If he's like not a slob and not a lazy piece of shit, she'd probably just be like. I feel like in one of the movies they address this. Do they? Yeah. yeah. I, I think you're giving Leela a little bit too much credit too, as far as like well, she's what got she really wants. bad self esteem. Uh, That's been demonstrated before. But in the heat of the moment of that that happening, plus that basically happened right after she's like was super impressed that he learned how to drive the ship. Or like the pilot the ship and then also work the uh, gravitational yeah. pump. Yeah. So all of that adding up, like who knows what happened in that time skip where it just continued to where they got married. Obviously, she didn't remember. But did you think they acquired those plates in the time jump, or did they already have them and they were like, because that's a, a little thing that we never talked about is like somewhere in the time skip they went out and bought a whole bunch of NFL. Helmet I mean, plates. they bought them as a set. I'm sure they didn't like order one every month. I, I, uh, yeah. I like I, to think they got one every I do, month. I do think it was funny that, um, just because this is Cleveland and the Browns are in the AFC, that Fry was disappointed that he got the AFC. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I, go, going back to what you were saying before, Dan, um, you know how they had to go back to a far enough distance to a safe distance yeah. and then they could see him? You have to wonder, though, like, for them, Leela makes that uh, joke where she's like, only a few hundred thousand more miles, and it, it would be like way more than that yeah. for for this to work. But if they're far enough away that at a distance it would, you know, look a certain way. But then again, the ones that were by that, you know, sort of, uh, I don't know, like basket thing or whatever, those would be. I mean, how close would they be? I'm saying that, like, well, like if you think about outer, if you if you look at stars from where we are, just you know, on this planet, uh, and you see them, and you know, they they look. You know, what I mean? I'm just per, per, perception wise or perspective wise, I mean, like distance wise, right? But if you think of outer space, like saying like a few hundred thousand, that's way too close. It's it's way too close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that is not. It that would far have to be like distance. way yeah, way yeah, further yeah, yeah. than that. But she was. That was the little tiny bit at the end was she was saying just a few instead of saying just a few more centimeters right. she was so that would be centimeters compared to if they were moving them billions of miles or right. you know so that's the perspective or, or several like thousand light years or outer whatever. space say that again that's the perspective if you think about outer space yeah so like if like like thousands of miles in outer space is like the head of a pin right what's right. what's the perspective if you think about inner space I mean, uh, the opposite of that, but with the different measurements. Uh, what, what he more, said. more Martin Short or less Dennis Quaid? I mean, I think they made a really good team in that movie. I don't understand did why they you actually, would need more or they less actually of either work one. Together? Yeah. I thought one was inside the other. Not they, he way. was, but they made a fucking team. Okay. I did Have you seen the movie? Not, but, not in a couple of decades. Oh, my God. You should see it. It's so good. I thought... The, I need to rewatch that. When they did the ex implosion or whatever, I thought the graphics for the 
black hole looked really cool. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. There were some pretty graphics there at the end. I, it was I, real nice. They did a real nice I mean, job, even, man. Even, Futura, Futurama, good even job. Even the chronotons and the way that... I mean, there was little visual stuff throughout the episode that was good. There was, yeah, there was a, a few a, other things, too. There was a scene where there was like a, a 3D pan around the Planet Express ship that was really cool. I, it, it, was a, it was a pretty quality episode. I mean, lots of jokes, light on plot. Uh, questionable plot, I think, but... I you know I'm glad it's one of your favorites. I totally can't explain why plot. it is one of my favorites, it, but I think it there are partly a lot of it awesome reminds jokes in it. Yeah, a lot of Do awesome you like jokes. Bubblegum? It reminds me of Space Jam a little bit, and that Space Jam be. is an awesome movie. It is. Um, is it really, or is it awesome because you think it's awesome because you liked it a lot as a kid? To be fair, I mean, I was like a, almost a teenager when it came out. Okay. So no, you know. were. I like. I was a teenager when it came out. Yeah. Ninety six. So I mean, is that when it came out? Ninety yeah. six. So I was. So I was, I was seventeen. In, like, I was in seventh grade. So, so I, was still, I just yeah, remember 14. it being a fun movie. Okay. Like it's not fucking Citizen Kane, but it's just a fun movie. Citizen Kane is not a fun movie. No. I mean, when you watch Looney Tunes <laughs> and Larry Bird and Michael Jordan and Bill Murray all in the same movie, you're just like, wow. I didn't even know that you guys knew each other. So anyways, I'll just say it. I don't know when you're going to get to it, but uh, when Tom chased that guy out of the bathroom, uh, he dropped a picture of the girl bunny from, from Space Jam. <laughs> I believe her name was Lola. It was, was Lola. It? I don't know. No, it was... Um, Rosebud. <laughs> no, fuck. What was the I'm going to look it up bunny? right it was, now. Ugh. Uh, it was she was voiced by uh, Kathy Sushi. What? What's her name? Um, Kathy Najimi? No. Um, Kathy Sushi. Sushi. Yeah. Sushi. From. Sushi from. Uh, what? Where they had the Olympics in Russia? No. Kathy. Kath Sushi. She was. Um, She's on. Do you have any idea what he's talking about? No idea. Archie? This isn't just did, me. Tom, being did your brain just stroke off for a minute there? I did. <laughs> just off. Dan, I take it you're looking up the girl bunny's name. Yeah. It's. it's, uh, it's I feel like I'm gonna get Lola. it before. It's not Lola. It's not. It's. It's not. Lola Bunny. Jesus Christ. Is that? Is that yes. it? Did you just look it up? Yeah. It's, Fuck um, yeah. From. She's from Cleveland, Ohio. She's a voice actress. Lola Bunny's from Cleveland, Ohio. And her name is Sushi. Oh, I don't know how to pronounce that. Don't even... Susie. Is it Susie? Yeah, Susie. Kathy Susie. Kath Susie. She was, um... Lola Bunny, motherfucker. Yeah, Yeah. I already said that. I'm partial to Jessica Rabbit myself. That's her name, Jessica Rabbit. (laughs) (laughs) She's Uh, not bad. She's just drawn that way. Right. Uh, Hey, Dan, thanks for coming back. Hey, guys, thanks for having me. No thanks for... Coming two hours late, but sorry, we'll, I was not two hours late. Well, two hours later than our normal record time, an hour well, late from when you said whatever. you've been here. I'm chastising you on record. Next time, um, I'll be on time. Next time, just set out the feral children. Traps Next time, you're getting bumped for. We're gonna have this this lady from Cleveland that does the <laughs> the girl bunny from Space Jam. You gonna have a girl bunny on? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that'll be real quiet. It'll just be like. Dan, I never say this to any of our guests, but get out. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you have anything? Uh, 
Where you'd like people to find you on the internet? I have the nothing. G voices um, Qbert. Really? And really? Michelle. And on future other people. You mean wait, like wait, later wait, Michelle? I thought yeah, so the later Sil- Michelle. Sarah Silverman was the later She never Michelle. comes back for the other Michelle. But I don't blame her. Yeah, she voices Qbert. That's who I was thinking. Yeah. So no, nothing oh, on the her. internet where you'd like people to find She's you. From, uh, yeah, if, if these from two guys Cleveland and played Lola Bunny. Talk about oh. oh God, they're the worst. I know. Uh, yeah, I'm on I'm Twitter. I'm sorry we were talking about Futurama while you were trying to tell people about your stupid Twitter account that nobody cares about. Go memorize I'm unfollowing your you on Twitter. Good. What's your Twitter handle, Dan? It's uh, super. Yeah, Dan. Dan. I'm really sorry that Horst and I keep talking every time you try to talk. I really <laughs> apologize. Why do you change it to Drippy Dan? (laughs) (laughs) It's Super Dan 042. On what platform? The Tweety Machine. PS4. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note. And on Xbox One. Sure. uh, I won't play games with you because I fucking hate playing games online, but. Well, you used Mr. To like Mr. 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 knows all the weird rules to all the games. All of a sudden, doesn't like games anymore. No, I like games. I just don't like playing them with other people. Well, neither Have did you, that guy. When that was Tom the last time you played a fucking game online? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Never. Because people are garbage. It's not a no. It's not about the people. Dan it's is about, like the Harlem Globetrotters of the video game. No, it's I'm about, not. I'm terrible at all. Of <laughs> it's about self-directed. I'm fucking time. garbage. I have no self-directed time. Hey, so. we have a t-shirt uh, store now, and uh, on T Public. It's on T Public, but you have to go online and find the link that we send out because that's how we get our money. Also, if you want to make a T-shirt of Slurmcast or Futurama or both, or please anything. get a hold. Yeah, or anything. Please get a hold of us. So you can make some money off of it as well as we can. Um, you know, pennies on the dollar, but it's still money. Pennies or pennies. I actually have an idea for a T-shirt for you guys. It is the idea that it turns out at the end of the podcast that you're the ghost that's been haunting <laughs> the library? <laughs> and then uh, always. Wait, I, oh, no, go ahead. Uh, I want to hear Dan's t-shirt idea. We can. Oh, I'm not going to tell you. No, not on here. Oh. You can't, oh. no. no, we can't give it away. Give it free. away because somebody's going to take it. Anthony Kiedis, what? Yes. Take it away. Get it, take, it away. <laughs> <laughs> take it away. Take it away. Take it away. Oh, take it away by Anthony <laughs> uh, And We've been getting a lot of uh, voicemails and text messages and stuff. Keep them coming. 216-438-1077. I like I've it. I've never called more, number. More selfies, less dick yeah. pics. Way less dick pics. How many dick pics have you guys gotten? A lot? More than well, one? Well, like, is. I'm not you, asking because I'm going to say You could one say that curious. any is too much. Have you gotten dick pics? Seriously? No. This is theater of the mind, Dan. More selfies, less dick pics. Voicemails. You guys are fucking liars. Emails. Yeah, they it, are. It's Me the too. theater of the mind. I'm going to send you a dick pic. Yeah, there you go. 216-438-1077. The only lie here is please send us more dick pics is what they want to see my dick. Horchie will rate it from one to seven. Yeah, let me see your Planet Express. (laughs) 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 We can be found at slurmcast.com. That's where we post all of our episodes and additional information that you may find useful and or entertaining. We can be emailed at slurmcastpod at gmail.com. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter and Instagram at slurmcastpod. Tom mentioned our phone number before. Please go rate and review us in iTunes. Uh, always it appreciate it. It only takes a minute. It takes less than a minute. You can do it right from your phone. Just click well, five. Well, put some effort click, into it. Click <laughs> a number a of stars. Use your words. You guys I mean, need more librarians on the show. That's my recommendation. <laughs> I think We've we only had, had two so far. Uh, 
Who else? Laura. Oh, uh, yep. and um, funny you say she's that. She's in library in Akron. I didn't know that. I'm Who's about to that? like email fire. her and ask her to do a program <laughs> in my library. Yeah. He's about to fire. We've also, <laughs> I mean, librarians, college professors. It's all about the same thing, right? Books, 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 books. It's not though. Um, books. Check them out. It's all that stuff that isn't TV. But Ooh. remember to return them because their fines can creep up on you, and then you wait to Amnesty Day and, and you return you them. Go to the library. Oh, that's terrible. Uh, I have a book out since 1999 that I never returned. I have a couple, <laughs> yeah. From uh, you, also you can find me if you just Google Google Horchy. It's H O R C H Y. Uh, I have a cousin that writes for some sports thing. He'll come up first, and then my brother does arty things in San Francisco. That'll come up, and then probably one or two other things. And then if you get down far enough on the page, you'll find me. Sean Horchy does arty. <laughs> Google that. <laughs> Artie Lang? Uh, yes. The strongest man in the world. Oh, I like him. That's what I was thinking. No. Oh, that's who you pictured? I pictured yeah. Artie Lang. Actually. I mean, I could yeah. picture him doing both his performance art pieces. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably, I mean, probably a quicker and easier Artie, the strongest man in the world, than it would be Artie Lang. But if your brother bulked up to like Artie Lang proportions, that would be pretty impressive. <laughs> Just to overcome the horchy metabolism. Is Dan yeah. still here? <laughs> <laughs> we got to go. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, d- d- don't forget to neuter and spay your pets. I already stopped the uh, recording. F-